What will it mean if Offaly can win a third McCarthy Cup on Sunday? It mean a hell of a lot of drinking, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> His father, Brendan, was a champion Gaelic football, part of the All-Ireland Championship team in 1982. And oh, a magnificent spot! Billy Julie! But certainly, as a naughty man, I don't think anybody gives out about all players. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day it is. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to episode 20 of We Are Offaly. Uh, big week for all the Harland clubs in the county. The club championships are underway. It seems a bit ridiculous to be saying that when we're still talking about a touch of ground frost in the morning when we're still looking at the calendar here in the month of March. But there you go. That's the new system. That's the new brave new world we live in. And that's where we are right now. Has to be said, on paper, the game's very, very interesting. We've a lot to learn about the various teams involved. Fair to say we're not going to get uh, every single hurling club up to full championship pace at this time of year. Some of them quite advanced in their preparations. Others not quite so much. But a lot to learn over the next couple of days with all the games going on. Over the bank holiday weekend, in fact, with all the games going on here in the Faithful County. Now, for all the big matches in the Senior A Hurling Championship, I'll be talking to Brian Lowry very shortly. We'll be going through all the different games, looking at our own thoughts about which teams are well-equipped, which teams are in good shape, and slightly different views on how important these games are in this early stage of the year. Certainly, I think... Uh, I have my own views, Brian has his, and I'm sure each club will have their own as well in terms of how they want to approach these games. Obviously, everyone would like to get the points on the board, but the other side of that is, if you go hell for leather at this time of year, do you pay the price, do you pay the toll later on as the year advances? In other awfully news this week, um, a few of you will be, as you listen to this, a few of you will be on the road travelling to the Cloche de Column game. They're up in Inishkeen in Monaghan taking on St. Pat's of Mahara. Huge game for the Tullamore School. Um, we've talked about frequently how at underage level the balance of power in Offaly Hurland has shifted ever so slightly over to the middle of the county. Balnamir, Doro and Nafina picking up minor titles in the past. They're obviously backboning this particular Colosh de Cullum team. And I think it's fair to say that absolutely everybody will be wishing them the best as they travel up to Monaghan. Disappointing that they don't get to Hurland Thurlis, as would have been the plan. But at the end of the day, if they have All-Ireland titles on the board, I don't think anyone will be too concerned. Also this week, um, General GA News, London GA News, but also Offaly GA News, uh, I have to say it, very saddened to hear the death of Kevin Kelly. I don't normally touch on these things, um, but some people might be aware I actually played ball for a year myself over in London, and uh, it was the classic Irish emigrant story. I travelled over there on a Saturday afternoon, had no contacts other than the place of employment I was travelling to. By Sunday afternoon, I had found an Irish pub and I was watching Dublin play football against Tyrone in what turned out to be the Battle of Oma uh, with uh, a lot of skin and hair flying in that particular one. And by Tuesday evening, I was training for Round Towers in Morden. And uh, sorry, the pub was in Morden. I was training for Round Towers over in Mitcham. 
Round Towers, of course, was Kevin Kelly's club, and it has to be said, he was an absolutely great man to everyone who arrived over there. He made sure you were sorted. He made sure you were looked after. Um, he was very happy to try and help people with employment, with accommodation. I had all that looked after, but uh, that didn't bother him. He was making sure every Irish person that touched down was looked after and that the GA club scene was thriving in London. Impossible to state the value of a man like that to London GA. He was an absolute phenomenon. Um, and he really will be sorely missed. Uh, condolences to all his family, and indeed to everyone in Hume, which involves, which includes an awful lot of people in this county of ours. But anyway, moving back to our Gaelic games for the moment, and to the Hurland Championship this weekend. Lots of things to talk about. So I went through, I went through all the different games with Brian Lowry of the Midland Tribune to see what we're expecting on the field of play this weekend. Brian, thanks a million for talking to me. Um, am I being facetious to say I'm sure you're uh, really looking forward to these games these, this weekend? Proper championship action, should we expect? Actually, I'm looking forward to them, Kevin, because um, with the change of format this year, they've gone down to eight teams in the senior uh, with one group, I know, so there will be a bit of shadow box, I'm sure. But I, I think the eight teams is fascinating because um, other years, you know, you'd have your likes of even like the Shamrocks last year, say everyone was getting to play them, getting you know, getting their score difference up, getting their two points on the board. Whereas this year, I I I just can I can see a situation here where where everyone could take points off off each other, you know, because I think there's very little between four or five other teams, and I think there'll be two or three that are a small step ahead. But on any given day, I think in the championship, they could turn over these these, these two or three teams. I believe, or maybe. A step ahead, so like normally, like you start the championship in April, and you'd be saying, "Oh, the teams are going to ease their way into it; they're only going to peak for the summer." But if you do that, if you if you let, if if you let your guard down a bit too much, and you and and you don't win either your first two games, well, then you're you're prime suspect for relegation already, and you go through the eight teams, and a relegation from senior A hurler would be an absolute disaster for either eight. Yeah, no, I, absolutely, I accept relegation wouldn't be, I mean, it's not to be countenance for any of them, but the other side of that is, I mean, if you're a manager and you're going in and you're preparing your team, like, if if you try and get them too ready for this time of year, obviously you run the risk of burnout later on, and okay, yeah, mm. there's two games to be played now, but there's but there's five to be played in July and August. Like, I'm looking at the contrast here where I see, Say a team like Coolerry under Joachim Kelly playing three games in the Leinster Club Hurling League, um, getting two wins and a draw if memory serves against decent opposition. Um, you know, like they they look like they've put a good bit of effort into trying to be ready for this time of year. In contrast, then you have someone like Shinron who hasn't even played an awfully league game yet. Um, I mean, it's very hard to judge where a team like that would be at. Like, I mean, if you were involved yourself, if you were playing, I mean. Would you be comfortable with this, with kind of trying to be at, I won't say 100%, but trying to be 80 or 90% ready for April and then to do it all over again for July? Is that, is that realistic as a player? It's a, it's, a, it's a tricky one to manage. And, you know, same last year with, with the football, you know, we had two rounds, even one, yeah, I think it was two rounds. And then you had a big break for, for, the, for the, until the county were gone over. But it was the big thing from a player's point of view, I think, with me would be, you can't lose. You have to pick up at least one win, I think, in April, or in these two rounds. 
if you're cool area for Shannon Tanguya. I think if if you end up this this series of games uh zero from two, I think you could be in trouble in the summer, even though there's a lot of hurling still to be fed in the summer. I still think you're gonna be in trouble because obviously you'll have no points on the board. Obviously it's gonna be very hard motivate players to keep to go back training knowing you've two two losses and you haven't got any hurling for two or three months, you have the possibility of lads flying off to America. It's just it's a it's a nice situation to be in if you finish up with no point. I think you know it's paramount for teams to get a, at least one win out of two to, to have something going forward. But obviously teams are going out to win the two and like I said about Cool Derry, they have put in a good bit of effort and jump maybe there's 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 people out there maybe thinking that Cool Derry may be on the slide. Uh and they'll be looking just to put that pledge fairly 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 early in the championship and get 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 a couple of wins. I think most teams, even the likes of Cormac and Rhinus, even though as a staff, as this may sound, that the opening two rounds, I think for for every team will be about will be about getting out of relegation, making sure they're not going to be in a relegation, getting getting four points on the board. That's their job done for April. It means they can afford to maybe lose a game in in, in the summer and still you know be out at bottom two. I think staying out at bottom two is is first and foremost priority for every for every club in the senior Ireland this year. Yeah. I suppose maybe maybe I'm too hardened by years in the betting industry or whatever. I mean, if you told me that, I like I could I could very easily see a situation where let's take Kilcormack for example, county champions, the obvious front runners for that reason alone. I mean, you know, this this definitely doesn't suit them in the sense that they have a lot of guys committed to the county scene at the moment. You know, they haven't had an awful lot of time to prep. I mean, one fairly low-key Harlem League game against Clarine is really all they've done so far. But at the same time, I mean, I, I take your point that you don't want to be chasing, but if Kilcormick were to lose their first two games, I still don't foresee any circumstance where they would end up in the bottom two. I, I take your point completely that if you were a Shinron or a Belmont or something like that with a young team where, you know a lot of guys could have their heads turned by Boston or Chicago or New York or something like that. Well, that's a very different situation. But for somebody like Kilcormick, surely, even if they didn't get off to a great start, there'd be the residual confidence there to say, look, we're grand, win even three out of five in July and we'll be and we'll be fine. Um, so, I, I mean, for me, I suppose I was looking at that and saying that if I was to be picking out an upset this weekend, Kilcormick against Kulderi is where I'd be looking. I don't know. Would you be along the same lines? Um, yeah. Look, you're right. I, I don't think Cormac are going to be relegated, but at the same time, it's just a it's a it's a mind thing as well. You don't want to be you don't want to be finishing up this series with with no wins from two. I don't care who what team you are. I think that'll be the, the I think that'll be the big thing for for every team. But come back to the point about Cormac a lot. Of, yeah, I uh, you know I was just thinking about there. You, you could make an argument that they're the full uh, starting forward line. Arimid Offley. So they haven't probably seen them at all this year yet. You look at the two Garrities, Killian Kiley, uh, James Gorman, Connor Mahan, Dan Corms. That 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 could very easily be their their, their starting forward line on on Saturday mm-hmm. in whatever form or whatever shape they take in that line. So it's very hard to prepare for a championship. And I can tell you that their them players have probably only been with their clubs maybe this this week just gone since the start of the year because they've been training so hard and it's done so well with Offaly. So it's very hard to to judge where Cormac are. Cormac Lottie are when they're probably playing challenge games they're playing league games and they're probably minus their, their whole forward line that they're using in these games probably won't be there at all come to championship and you Peter, he- Peter Helium is 
captain last year as well. He's he's transferred to a club in Galway as well, so they're down him as well. And you know, it's it's going to be a test in time for Cormac Lally, but like you said, they're, they're county champions, and they are the championship favourites based on that. And but they're, they're coming up against Coolary side, who, like you say, have played, played Leinster League games. The David King now, who's Dossie captain, he's going to bring a, a great spurt back into it when he comes. Brian Carlos is one of the best club hurlers in the county. And Kevin Connolly's going to captain this year. So Kevin, Con- Kevin Connolly is, is obviously mm, uh, back for a full year. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Connolly's been, I think he's, he's, he's um, travelled up from Waterford on for a few seasons with work and stuff. But you know, he's captain this year, so he's obviously knocking around more. And you know, they're going to be a serious opposition for Cormac Alahi. And the, you know, there hasn't been much between the sides in, in recent years either. And uh, could I see an upset there? I could. I still think the Cormac will probably get over the line. Given the quality they have in their forward line, you know, as I said, six six awfully forwards coming back into it, but I, I wouldn't be at all shocked if um, Joe Ashman got off to a great start there. Yeah, no, I, I was looking at it, and it's 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 funny. I mean, as you say, Kuleri have been kind of flagged up as the Kuleri have been flagged up as sort of the, if you like, of the established powers, the team that a lot of people thought could be in danger this year mm. with the new format. And yet, at the same time, I was looking with interest at the the, the awfully under-21 team that played last year. And for all Coolary's lack of success, they had four panellists, you know, on, the on the, say, the 26th that was named against Wexford. So, you know, OK, now, obviously, that, that has to compensate for the fact that they have other guys who some of the best hurlers Offaly have had in the last 20 years are coming to the very end of their careers. But certainly, and, 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 being, and as I said, Joachim as well, I've great respect for him on the club scene too. He tends to get teams fit and ready. I do. I think they'll be knocking around at the tail end of the season. No, but I'd be I'd be fairly confident at this stage. I mean, it, on the other side of it, just the same as I'm saying to you. Okay, Kilcormick can't afford to be lose, or Kilcormick could get away with losing two games at this stage. Is there any team you'd be particularly worried for at this time of year? You know, the side that you'd say, okay, right, they're under a bit of pressure from the off. I mean, I'm looking at somebody like say. You know, Shinroan obviously are coming off the back of another year where they've done really well in group stages and let themselves down in the knockouts. Um, you know, mm. the, it's somebody like them, are they under a bit of pressure? Or what do you expect? And say, that game against Borough is another I'm very curious about. I think there's a lot of things under pressure. And, you know, I think it's just so hard to call before a ball is booked because there hasn't been a lot of league. Challenge game form, it's hard to judge. Glad them the county only coming back. I think it's so hard to... To, to foresee what's going to happen before this first round. I think after the first two rounds, they have a better idea of what way teams are shaping up and what lads are back and going well. But I think there's a lot, it's going to be a lot, like you could make a case there'd be a lot of teams under pressure if they don't win their first round this weekend. Kennedy, Shinron, Belmont, or Coolary. I could see all them being under a bit of pressure, to be honest with you, because so if, they, if, if they lose the first game, then maybe just don't get a result or only maybe say draw the second game. Then they're, they're going to be in big trouble. They're not the powerhouse like the Cormac Lahey or, or Rhinus, you know. They're, I think there could be as many teams as that in a bit of trouble. And that's why I think it's going to be so important for them to get at least one win in, 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 in the open two rounds. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. The, just on on that Boris and Rowan game, I mean, I've often I've said it of Borough the last few years, when they have their first 15 and everyone available, they're a very, very capable side who can put it, to any, put it up to anyone they haven't necessarily got a huge amount of strength in depth. Sometimes once you go beyond, say, the first sub, or if there's two or three oh. injuries, they can be in a bit of bother. Rory Hanafy retiring, um, you know, does, 
is is it going to be easy to to repl- well it's obviously not going to be easy to replace a guy like that they'd be a side I'd be saying could be under a little bit of pressure in the early stages definitely 100% it could be under, under a bit of pressure but at the same time you wouldn't be you wouldn't be surprised if it's turned around and, and, and got two wins that's that type of a team Rory be a massive loss I don't think you will replace him I think if you're if you're going down the lines of trying to replace Rory Hannafy you're you're you're, you're not really he's one, he was one of a kind he's a great he's an exceptional hurler for Dublin County and that's why he was but they have a lot of, they have a lot of quality elsewhere you know, Sean Ryan is back from injury now he has a lot of hurling under his belt that's the only thing he's worried for Sean but uh, he's a massive plus to have him back fit and ready for the championship Emmett Nolan Dylan Hayden Barry Harding Yvonne Cahill as well uh, who will probably play in the forwards he's he's in it off this year in, in the goal so still have a lot of quality um, I think Conor, Conor Callahan has stepped away as well from the scene last year he would have been centre forward from last year so he'd be another loss so uh, their, their, their game with Shinron is very interesting uh, Shinron no more than Burr when, when they were on the song they could put up to anyone as well they're a fantastic team to watch when they're, when they're going well uh, they tend to shoot a lot wise in the last few years I've been covering matches from them and they could be up near 16, 17, 18 wides on any given day and it's just, it's just frustrating to watch sometimes for them but in terms of hurling I, I think they're up there I think it's all about confidence for them there's a new man over them as well Arian Delaney Camros who was one, he was one county titles over there with them and uh, I think Shinoan could could actually beat Burr to weekend, but it's a very hard one to call. Uh, but I think Shinron, if the if they're, if 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 they're if they're, if they're tuned in, if everyone fits, I think they're, they're they're a class team, and I I think it could be one to watch the sure, show. Even though we're saying that probably for a while now, we're saying that about them and Karine that you know their year has to come soon, but they haven't just kicked on in in, in the last few years. But maybe maybe just 2018 could be theirs. Yeah, oh, look, I, I'd love to see it. I guess, I suppose, I'm, I'm along, you know, I, I feel like every year I'm watching Shinron prove how much they can hurl in the group stages and just somehow find a way to put in their worst performance of the year once they get to the knockouts. I suppose for that reason alone, my take on them is I'm not, you know, until I see that, I remain somewhat sceptical until I see them putting forward their be- put their best mm. forward at the right time. I remain a little sceptical and it, it probably won't be easy for Shinron people to kind of listen to that or hear that or they might get offended by it but unfortunately you know results are what they are we have to go back a long time to find them winning a knockout game so it's it, it's very hard to look past that I mean Clarine on the other hand you know you, you're looking at them playing a, a repeat of the county semi-final this year couldn't really have come much closer to knocking St. Ryan is over in the semi-final last oh. year you know, just have been fractionally short on a couple of occasions. Again, like that, not a huge amount of depth, but, you know, when you see Joe Bergen hurling in the form he's in at the moment, obviously, as he goes, so do Sir Kieran to a considerable degree, I presume. Oh, gee. oh God, yeah, you know, Joe Bergen is absolutely key to, to, to Sir Kieran and Joe Joe was talking about the start of the year. He was he didn't he didn't go back training as early as the rest of the lads. He was carrying a few knocks and he was on holidays and you know, but he's really backfiring now and you can see the you can see he's really enjoying himself as well playing playing with Offley and he'll he'll bring that back into the club. Uh he's an exceptional club man as well though. He, he's always seen lying out for his club and he'll never he'll never shirk away from club duty, but he's a lot of good talents of hurlers around him as well. Again, Adrian Hines had a very good championship last year, I thought. Uh, James Rooney has has the ability. He's a great goal scorer. If he's said inside in the full forward line, he's he's um very receiving pace. He's he's well able to turn man, draw for he'll he'll he let go and he's well able to strike a goal. Tom Carroll 
there's an exceptional stick hurler as well. He's, you know, around the middle of the field, maybe Kevin Dunn as well. And you know, like the Venom Murphy in, 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 in the back as well. There's a couple of young, young hurlers coming up as well from, from, from the few 121 teams the last few years as well. They have the hurlers, um, Joe Bergen is absolutely critical to them. He stays fit, stays in a bit of form. He's hitting the freeze as well. He's, he's pretty much, uh, he, I, I don't think you could pick out a club hurler in Offaly who is more, who is more, um, important to his club than, than, than Joe Bergen, but, Last year, yeah, it's extremely tough for them to take, I'd say, last year. And you wonder, will that still affect them this year? Or will it give them the, the impetus to maybe, to maybe drive on a bit? Uh, John Carroll from Mosque, uh, he was, he was, uh, won Ireland with, with, mm. with, uh, Tipperary. He's, but he's over them this year. Paul, Paul Buffy did two or three good years with them there. So it'll be interesting to see if maybe John can maybe bring them on that little five or ten percent that they need. Yeah, no, I definitely, I, I don't believe they've an awful more to find with that. And, and, to my mind, again, Rhinos is a good game for them to have this year, as you say, to try and get last year's semi-final out of the system. And, yeah. I mean, Rhinos themselves, again, another side, I would put them in the same bracket as Kilcormick I, I I would probably exclude them from the, you know, will be in the relegation shake-up if they don't take points out of April. I think they're they're too yeah. good to fall into that trap. But the other side of that is... I mean, look, Sean Dolan was hurling exceptionally well last year, and and not alone was he hurling very well. He was he was dictating play all around him. He was he was very much controlling the game. Like that involves them completely going back to the drawing board to a degree. So again, like not unlike Kilcormick Lawhey, I suspect they could be. I, I personally would feel that Rhinos will have it will have it all to do this weekend. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you could even go as far as to say maybe. You could say fifty-fifty. Maybe it's maybe it's sixty forty ten minus, but it wouldn't be much more than that if you're if, if you're giving him a slight edge. Um, Sean Dolan, as you say, he's he's out of country. He'd be a big loss. Captain the last two years as well. So in terms of his hurling and, and, and his leadership, he'd be a big loss. Um, again, like Kilcormacklaughy, they're probably Kilcormacklaughy and St. Minus, probably the two clubs with the most lads in the county. Uh, you've Dermot Short, um, Pat, Pat Cameron. Uh, Ben, ben Keneally, mm-hmm. Joseph Connor, Joseph Connor, but Offaly footballers as well. So, there are four lads probably haven't seen this year yet, and uh, they're obviously going to play. Although I've seen Joseph Connor is injured, but the other three are definitely going to play, and probably all play in the back line. So, uh, it's, it's it's going to be tricky maybe for them to integrate back in, but at the same time they're they're, they're probably used to it this year. There are three players that have been on the county finals the last two years, and they're well able to come back into the fray when needed, but. I think Ben Keneally is is, um, is turning into one of the, one of the finest hurlers in the county. He's only still 21 or 22, and I think he's uh, he's had an exceptional league campaign for Offaly. And I think he can be he can be one player that that that, that same Rhinos is going to be it's going to be vital to him this year. He's he's turned into a, he's turned into a he's turned into a defender really that can man mark the, the opposition's key man. That's what he's done in in, in recent years. I found I think he's he's done it very well. He's a young player. And I think it's going to be uh, massively important to them. Yeah, I, I, I was actually going to touch on that. I mean, as you said, Joe Bergen, incredibly important to Clarine. If he's shut down, that's huge. On the other hand, you know, Joe can often do his best work, maybe out at half forward or centre forward even. Ben Keneally, on the other hand, you know, an exceptional man marker. Excellent, excellent in the corner where he uses the space very, very well, closes it down, uses the sideline. You know, it doesn't look to kind of burst out of defence, plays that clever hand pass and, 
lets his colleagues do the hurling. He just shuts down some exceptionally good good players. If Joe Bergen lines out at centre-forward, do you push Keneally out onto him? Or do you kind of leave him in the corner and say, look, whether it's Mulrooney or whoever, say, look, that's where you're strongest and let somebody like Dermot Short or Pat Cam and then handle Joe Bergen? I don't think I, I don't think Linus will maybe show weakness isn't the right term or phrase but I don't think they'll if, if Ben Keneally goes into the corner and suddenly Joe Bergen starts at 11 I, I don't think they'll frantically roar into Ben to go out to number 6 straight away there I think they've Aidan Tracy Pat Cam and Dermot Short of all they have a good few lads that they that had um, fancy having a crack at Joe Bergen you know Markham uh, I think Ben is there if, if needed or if he's if he, had, if he ends up starting in, in the same position that Joe is in I think he'll be He'll take him on without a without a second thought. I I don't think Rhinus will be roaring in frantically for Ben to change over to him at the start of the game if they're in different positions. I think to have a few players that 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 be confident of of having a go on Joe and to probably see how it goes. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And then in the last game, then we're looking at again a repeat of a quarter final last year, Kennedy against Belmont. This time uh, in that particular game, Oshin Kelly really was the difference between the sides. Three goals. Oshin not really hitting the same heights this year probably leaves Belmont a little susceptible to upset well I won't even call it an upset that would be another game that would be pitched fairly even I'd imagine probably give Kennedy a little bit of advantage maybe in form in that regard Yeah hard to know I'd have been slightly ahead of Kennedy even though Oshin yeah he's not in the same form he's in last year he's been coming off the bench for awfully um, but I suppose if you're looking at this this kind of block of club games and uh, players from the county going back out to their clubs I think Oshin Kelly is one player that this could really benefit uh, he's obviously going to start and he has at least two games to show Kevin Martin Damien Fox Aidan Hanron Kyle Murphy they'll all be at the games various games over the two weekends I'd imagine and he's a chance to show them how he's made of and I think Oshin is the sort of player that'll know what the chance to do from and he'll, he'll, he'll try and grab it with both arms but uh, in terms of Belmont overall I think they're going to be down three after starting six Six backs from last year, uh, Kieran Cahill and, and Kieran McManus are travelling, and James Nally is injured, so uh, they're at a disadvantage straight away. Um, you know, Colin, Colin Egan has come back into the county this year, so he'll he'll bring a, an extra level of maybe fitness and, and hurl him back to his club. Now, Rushin and, and Damien Egan will benefit from being in around the county as well, but uh, to be missing three or six backs, first choice backs, is great. And Rushin, as, as you said, not in, the, not in as good a form as he was in the club championship last year, so there is. Big question marks over Belmont and John Kennedy on the hand uh, have some no more than carrying than some some uh, really nice young hurlers. Um, Paddy Delaney and Paddy Rigney are, are steady in, in defensive. James Dempsey will probably line out in defence as well. It'd be interesting to see how he gets on in his first year being away from the county scene. Shane Kinsler, you know, has been one of Offaly's most uh, consistent mm. players. Uh, Colin Coughlin, you probably won't get a better free taker than Colin Coughlin in the county on his day either. And you've two Keelys up front who, you know, Aidan's going to captain them this year, so they're all well able to hurl as well. And uh, I just still think the Belmont are slightly ahead, but you wouldn't have it. You wouldn't have them, you know, much ahead at all. Maybe 55-45. That's how close it's going to be. Machine Kelly is the difference last year. Can he be the difference this year? I don't know. I, again, no more than Boris and Rowan, Kilcomer, Kuljeri, uh, Belmont, Kennedy, you know, Saint Rhinus, Sir Kieran, like. Would you be surprised if? Would you be surprised by any result in those games? Really, be it a draw, be it a uh, be it a win for either side? I wouldn't, to be honest. 
Yeah, no, there's no question. The games are wide open. I mean, partially because definitely the teams are evenly balanced, as you say. I mean, we've essentially left with eight teams that each one of them would feel that reaching a county final is a possibility. And then you add in the random factor with who's who's so who's well prepared, who's not. I mean, mm. there's plenty of examples down the years of teams that even feel they're in good shape. And next thing, the first round of championship or the first round of competition shows them otherwise. I mean, God knows, we certainly saw that with the Offaly footballers coming from the Auburn Cup into the league this year. So, you know, these these things. and 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 then the the final game this weekend. I presume you're heading for uh, you're heading for Inishkeen for probably the biggest game in Offaly hurling at the weekend. Clash to Cullum. Any thoughts on that one? Yeah, it's a big game from I've seen a lot of this year. Uh, we've seen the rest of Leinster final. We've seen their, their full Leinster final. They're all Ireland semi final, and uh, now we're in an Ireland final. It's, it's great. It's um, it's a funny, it's a funny one. They haven't played exceptional hurling in 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 any of the games I've been to see them play, but they've, they've really worked hard. They've grounded out the conditions. The similar conditions they've had on have been have been horrendous, really. And Georgia, the All Ireland semi-final against Portumna, uh, it was a shock there for hurling. You know, and you couldn't really be judging them. You couldn't be judging the players' ability on, on on that day, certainly. But their work rate and their their never said I attitude has been has been pretty impressive because, so as you look at their or the same clubs on that team. I think 12 of the starting 15 are from Nafina and Balnamir Doro. They've won the last three minor titles between them and they don't have to win. Uh, Balnamir Doro last year looked dead and buried in a couple of minor finals and they came back and won the replay. You know, and they just have that. They know how to win. They like winning. They don't like losing. And it's, a, it's a great trait for young young fellas to have. They're uh, playing St. Pat's Mahara up from Terry. Um, I suppose people from the outside looking in might say, Oh God, you know, I crossed column and beat the teams from Wexford, uh Kenny, Dublin and Galway they'll surely beat the team from the north, but to be fair to them they they beat Mitchellstown or Cork and Dollar in the semi final. Colin Cassidy, the Colossal Column manager, was up at it. He was very impressed with them and he said to me during the week that he's they're probably the best drill team that they're gonna come up against this year. So not simple. Um they wouldn't be overly happy with the game being moved that was a simple stadium meter. But that was something that was um, long towards at the start of the year. But you know, the final, the A and the B finals would be in Turles and to be on TG4. This is what they were playing for. But with league, National League, be dragging on and uh, semi-finals down for decision this weekend. Decided to move the B final out of Turles, put it up to Monaghan and put in a National League semi-final in with the A final, in with the A college final in Turles. So they wouldn't be happy with that. But I think you just have to get over that at this stage now and, and play the game wherever it is. Um, there's not a lot to do about it now a couple of nights before the game and just concentrate on their own game but look at that plenty of hurlers Brian Dighton Brian obviously is the standout forward from his he's scorer in chief but you know, like a Kieran Burke at full back he's been for a young fella he's, he's, he's a lot of hurling under his belt you know, he, he's, he was um, part of the Panamere team last year won the intermediate title uh, he's been on awfully combined schools teams awfully minor teams uh, when I play football as well, he's he's an exceptional full back. Um, like the Kevin McDermott in round the middle third, an exceptional engine on him. Uh, Ross Ravenhill continues to develop into a fine wing back. Jack O'Brien, another player that is uh, both hard in football, he's a lot of mileage on the clock for such a young player. But uh, I I think they're in a good position to have a go at Colin Cassidy. Um, good manager, he's a very thorough manager. He's been to the other opposition they played so far this year, even though it's you know. Schools hurling might be taken as serious as, as inter county or, or, or club hurling in some counties, but they're taking it very seriously. Sure, they have a chance to make history, and um, 
you know, if you're half a team, St. Pat's and Mahara playing, but I'd be confident that Colossus uh, Cullum will have a right crack in it. Yeah, no, I, I think it's fair to say they will go in as favourites, as you say, based on what they've played already. Um, you know, that the, the, because Munster puts so many schools in the Harty Cup and there's such prestige with playing with the Harty Cup, the drop from A to B in Munster schools hurling tends to be fairly sharp. Um, it, it wasn't a huge surprise when Mahara beat Mitchellstown. I see Mahara have actually won a couple of All Ireland B colleges titles themselves before, so they'll have, albeit not this generation, but there is a little bit of experience in the school about what it takes. Um, seem to be you score an awful lot from freeze. Couple of very very good inside forwards. Um, Mullen there, a right uh, left corner forward, I think scoring an awful lot. Um, so that it, it, it to me it strikes me as it'll be a huge test for Colossal Cullum's discipline as much as anything. If they can keep legitimate in the tackle, don't give don't give seven or eight points from freeze, then they'll be off to a particularly good start. And obviously control the puck out and control possession is the best way. You're not you're less likely to be the person committing the foul if you have the ball in the first place. And that's yeah. really where I think their strength will be this weekend. But we'll hope anyway that uh, we'll hope anyway it's been a I was, I was debating to myself, was it the most important Offaly schools game since Bannerhurst Vocational Schools final, or would you even go all the way back to Bor against St. Kieran's in 2005 in Leinster? But uh, I suppose you'd have to give credit to Bannerhurst College there in 2010. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. No, listen, all I can say is uh, enjoy your trip up to that one. And um, sure, my thanks for going through all the different games that are going on this weekend. I think it's fair to say it's very much a, a learning exercise over the next uh, over the next couple of days to see what everyone's made of and how everyone's fixed, and hopefully they are as close as they as they appear to be on paper, and we get the entertainment we we could badly do with. No problem. Absolutely. Listen, thanks for your time, Brian. Much appreciated. Thank you. And that's all she wrote for episode twenty. All that remains for me to say at this stage is best of luck to Colosh to Cullum. Best of luck to all the teams involved in the Club Harland Championship over the weekend. My thanks to Brian Lowry. My thanks to you for tuning in. And as always, feel free to get in touch. We are awfully at gmail.com. We are awfully on Twitter. Be delighted to hear from you. In the meantime, I'll see you out on the fields. All the best. <laughs>